Scream. Hi everyone and welcome to Let's All Scream. I'm Hassan Al-Marashi. I'm Shahla Ali. And I'm Salih Al-Brik. And welcome to our latest episode. How are you guys doing? I'm good. Um, it was. I feel like it's been a long week. Um, at least that's to me that's how it feels. Uh, I feel like the, f- the first days were Eid and um, although we didn't do much, mm-hmm. um, I feel like maybe that's why actually. That yeah. It was just, it felt longer than usual. Yeah. Usually it's more filled with like activities and gatherings gatherings yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah and then I feel like the last couple of days of Eid uh, of the week I mean um, just took their time yeah at least yeah. with me yeah how about you uh, for for me I think we were discussing because we recorded last week's episode right before it started yeah, yeah. and so coming off from Eid I agree I feel like it's been a really long week and I think it's because we had a long break as well so a lot of the offices were closed and stuff so not uh, long enough if you ask me (laughs) but also it's weird because it's I think it's our first long um, like holiday ever since the whole lockdown staying at home thing happened so I think for us we're used to passing the time with things to do and so this time it was a bit weird uh in in our house it was fine to a degree we still had you know the first day was great at mm. least in in my part i felt like we still experienced Eid by dressing up yeah. you know we had the bahor and so the house smelt like um incense uh, yeah uh, we had the house smelt like Eid yeah, yeah. we had our f- infamous uh, Eid lunch which lunch. was great um, for those who haven't heard Saleh's traditional Eid lunch is Chinese food and Iranian food on the first day <laughs> and that was great um, but the only downside of course was not having as many family members to have that first day mm-hmm. Eid, with, uh, yeah. Eid lunch with us and even yeah. see them uh, we did a lot of calls speaking of we did a, our family Zoom Group. call yeah. and it started off with three laptops or three screens on the Zoom call yeah um and then because of how loud it was and aunts and uncles trying to speak over each other and kids and, you know, obviously kids, you know, you guys know having uh, a baby yourselves, how yeah. they can't stay still. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So having that whole thing and obviously uh, dressing them in their eat outfits, which they want to get out of as soon as possible. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was a circus. It started off with three screens and then ended up being like 12 screens because everyone started going into different rooms, different rooms. and switching and it on on their on phones their phone. <laughs> because they couldn't hear yeah. the other. So, yeah. Um, but it was still great. Um, but then the following days, yes, I felt that they were such huge gaps. Gaps, yeah. Because yeah. we didn't do anything. Yeah, that's the thing. We, same here. Is the first two days of Eid were nice. Um, the first day for us of Eid, we actually, um, I think we were just not prepared. Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't have um, the things ready, the sweets. Yeah. Uh, Hassan hadn't uh, properly like shaved and, yeah. and and done everything. So I'm like, you know what? We, although it is Eid, we can actually celebrate it yeah. the day after. So yeah. the second day for us is when we actually got dressed up. The baby got dressed. We dressed up the baby. I mean, not she got dressed up. <laughs> <laughs> we dressed her up. Yeah. And then we took like family photos. That's and nice. Yeah, that was the proper. Um, Did you end up taking um, your, your Eid yes. portraits that you wanted to do? We d- yeah. I, and I think 
I mean, I might be here biased or whatever, but this is my favorite year. Yeah. And I think just because you can see, like, from last year. Last year, I did, actually, we didn't take a picture because we weren't together. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he came the few days after the first days of AIDS. Yeah. Um, he he to came to Canada. Yeah, even. sorry. Yeah. Because, uh, remember, I wasn't here. Yeah. And he was here. Um, so, um, so, yeah, we didn't take a a picture yet last year with the bump and everything yeah. but this year all of a sudden you have a baby so <laughs> it was uh it was nice that's great how about you Hassan? yeah i uh like i said i kind of enjoyed it i like i found this age much more relaxing even though i usually am not that involved in the prep for like gatherings and stuff um but it just felt more relaxing not to have to prepare you know for guests coming over and stuff so Yes, it was bittersweet um, because you miss the gatherings. Yeah. But at the same time, there was kind of just this... Because I feel like we're all just so exhausted, yeah. especially after Ramadan. Uh, so it was kind of nice to just chill out and just hang out with the with the family. Yeah. yeah. Um, but obviously, this aid brought was different. And it was a change for many of us. And this year actually has brought on a lot of change for a lot of people and for the entire world. So that kind of brings us to today's topic, and we wanted to talk about change in its different forms. So I wanted to um, bring it to you guys. How has change uh, manifested in your life, or what are some uh, stories you can share around change? I think if anything, this year has taught us. Um, you know the old saying when people used to say that, you know, stop fixating on the future and appreciate the now, yeah. Yeah. live in the present, live in the moment. I think this here is like a huge <laughs> sign testament and that, testament yeah. to that. Like yeah. basically telling us that you, you know, you really don't know what's coming yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. And I think that has been probably the hardest for me because um, I keep on saying that. Hegian, uh, you know, for me, when I yeah. wake up in the morning, the first thing I do literally is I open up my notebook and I write a list of things I'm going to do that day. Mm. So you can imagine, uh, you know, and I'm a, a, and I'm a collector of daily planners. Like right. if I'm, I buy, although I have like one daily planner, I'll buy like five. I don't yeah. know why I would need five daily planners. I'm but guilty of that too. Exactly. <laughs> but coming from an addictive planner like myself, yeah, uh, it's been a very difficult um Adjustment. Adjustment this year. Uh, And also coming as a business owner, that itself. I mean, look at any business that you have or any business that you're working for. One of the major things you do is forecasting, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so that has been thrown out the window like nobody's business. Yeah. Into an area that, by the way, it's not like, okay, you know, you always... I would say whenever you are planning or you're yeah. forecasting, even when it comes to your own savings, let's yeah. say in mm-hmm. your own your own savings plan as a, as income, you always say, "Oh, okay, I can see perhaps this bump here or there." Or you yeah. have like something that's called like a what do you call it? Like a, a little hiccup or like a safety net, right? Enough, yeah. Like yeah. you have like just in case something uh, yeah. goes wrong. This is <laughs> this is <laughs> this is not going wrong. This <laughs> everything just like it's literally. It is literally like we're living in a whole new world. So your your yeah. adjusting of how you plan yeah. has yeah. to be adjusted to this new world. Yeah. And so I think for me that has been the biggest thing that I up until today I that just has impacted. Yeah. has impacted. I can't like I'm planning now 
before I used to plan, and you guys remember, before yeah. I used to plan weeks ahead, yeah. I would have a calendar of when I see my friends, like yeah. my close friends. I'd, I'd be like, oh, I'll see you. I don't have anything this week. I'll have it next week because I planned so much. Yeah. Now, I'll be lucky if I plan for the next four hours. Yeah. That's the you thing. Know? Like with me, it's... Um, It's actually very hard for me to talk about because I'm still struggling with this. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure a lot of uh, listeners are also um, dealing with the same thing. Is it's very like I am just like you, a planner. I I plan my trips, I plan my my weeks ahead, I plan my meetings with my friends. Um, There's so many things. And like to the point where I plan, okay, my day, like you said, um, I write down, okay, I'm going to do this, I'm going to go out at this time. I plan two hours ahead if I'm going to go out with the baby. And like, again, very much, uh, very structured day. Yeah. Going into what is our life now, I don't know, like there is no structure. I, like you said, I don't see, I don't see tomorrow even. Yeah. I barely see today and what my challenges are for today. Yeah. What I plan usually, what the next meal is going to be. And then that's it. I can't see further down the line and, and i i don't know how i'm dealing with it mm. um i am still i'm struggling with it mm-hmm. um a lot but um but I, I mean i can come back to this whole subject again yeah in a couple of weeks maybe yeah um and just deal discuss how i've dealt with it because i'm still dealing with the change I mean, for me, I'm not really a planner at all. Um, I kind of take things as they come. I mean, I plan a little, little bit, obviously. I think everyone has to. Um, I think your, your benefit, what Hassan does, which I like, is, I mean, from from my end, you might disagree, but I feel like you compartmentalize. Yes. As in, mm-hmm. when Hassan's at work, he's at work. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then when he's at home, he's, he's at, at home. home. Like, he doesn't, I mean, now, maybe less because, you know, the, yeah, the, the lines the are very... is a bit, yeah. Is a bit blurry. Yeah. But that's what I, mashallah, I envy from you, is that you compartmentalize. But see, it's a good thing and it's a bad thing. When I used to be at the office, if I get any, like, like call from home about something going on or a message from someone in the house like saying oh you know this is broken or we need to fix this or we need to like i can't deal, deal with, with that yeah. yeah i need to like if i'm at work i need to focus on work you know yeah. what i mean yeah so actually this has been uh the change for me is like because we're at home and there's no that there isn't that separation yeah it's yeah. been very difficult to to deal with and i find myself being very short-tempered, very, like, impatient, and, like, Shahla has experienced this firsthand. <laughs> we were just um, talking about this, by the way, yesterday. Yeah. Maybe is it, do you think it's because, um, actually, it's it's perfectly with what we said, because you are, you like to compartmentalize yes. the fact that your worlds have now united. just in one big box, yes. basically. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, Makes sense. Yeah. Um, Which I think a lot of people are also dealing with yeah yeah and but you know at the same time you have to think like again there's people who have it so much worse yeah and we have to be very grateful for everything that we do have and everything and honestly like of course there's so much tragedy and so much like negative things that have come with with this pandemic and with this change but at the same time there is a lot of good like some businesses are actually thriving yeah in this time if yeah. you think about it like when it comes to online businesses and stuff like that and some people like 
are also thriving like for in in the sense that it helped them pause and like yeah. take a break and take a breather yeah. i know i know a lot of you know although i have a lot of parents complaining about the homeschooling yeah. but i have a lot of moms that tell me that they're um that they're appreciating they, that they've never spent this much time with their kids yeah. yeah which is you know obviously you have your pluses and negatives but there are pluses yeah but stepping back from how this year has changed our future plans um i remember from when i was much younger i was a teenager um i'm the eldest of four boys mm-hmm. right. and so growing up with a father figure that was an entrepreneur always traveling always you know um uh working hard creating his own businesses and own deals yeah. i was inspired uh inspired a bit too much i think that i put a lot of pressure on myself on my mm-hmm. future and this was a 15 year old and a 16 year old where i was like oh what am i going to do what am i going to do what am i going to do mm. and i remembered um when i say what am i going to do is like okay what am i i had in mind that oh entrepreneurship is the way of the future and for me and i just wanted to have things of my own and right. you know and i wanted to have an impact on something that was so passionate because i saw that my dad was so passionate about what he was doing and Okay, I go to university, I graduate, university, four years pass by, and nothing. Mm. And I'm just like, okay, I'm 18, okay, I'm 20, okay, I graduated and I'm 21 now. And I had no idea what I wanted to do with my future. Yeah. Mm. Um, I graduate, I come back home, and I'm telling my dad, of course, putting this in perspective, I graduated in 2009 yeah. when the financial crisis was at its peak. Yeah. So... Um, I'm, I'm saying this because of what my dad then said. I came back and mm-hmm. I was expecting my future was obviously following his footsteps. Mm-hmm. So I assumed that I was going to work with him. Yeah. And, you know, learn the trade and, and then eventually take over. Yeah. Uh, being the eldest and whatnot. And so uh, as soon as I got back, he was just like, no. I, my dad was telling me that, you know, he himself started from nothing you know he started his company from scratch he his first job was actually as um as an employee of a corporation Mm. and so he was like i'm not gonna give you the easy way out you're gonna have to you know work for it it, and you're gonna have to i was like okay so can you call up a few of your friends to get me a job and he's like no No. work on your cv and get out there and i was like you do know it's the financial like it's the worst year ever to find a job and he goes yeah well then better get writing and so that obviously affected me yeah. uh, eventually i did get a job but that that ambition to want to start something didn't come until i was around 23 mm. um and if you think about it so that's for me from the age of 16 wanting to have something of my right. own to the age of 23 that was a long wait and i didn't see it coming it just mm. sparked and then from then on, it was one company after the other. So yeah. alhamdulillah, like I was building yeah. a portfolio and I was finding opportunities to expand my portfolio. So that's something that I was like, oh, I, I, I'm getting where my future is going. Yeah. Then um, I was just like, okay, it's time to branch out on my own. Finally, I've been in the corporate world for so many years, balancing between corporate world and my own private p- companies. And I'm just mm. like, this is the time where I have to fly. And so I did. Yeah. Um, and little did I know that a second crisis was coming, um, which a lot of people don't want to claim it was, but it is, which mm. is the real estate crisis that happened two years ago, mm. almost. Right. Uh, I mean, we feel it here in Dubai and I guess across the world. We knew that there was a crisis coming, a bigger yeah. crisis, which I guess happened uh, by force this year. Mm. But 
um, when that had happened, uh, I had already left my corporate world to focus mm-hmm. on my own businesses. And I realized that um, while I was focusing on my own businesses, that that wasn't really what I wanted fully. Yeah. It was funny. I dreamt of this moment for over 10 years almost yeah. of the day that I'm just going to be an entrepreneur, solo, yeah. everything. And I realized that this is not who I am. Mm. And I kind of miss corporate world as well. And yeah. I was good at balancing. Yes, it was tough, but I was thankful enough to have partners right. and family members to help out. And so a, a year and a half to two years later, actually a year and a half exactly, mm. I went back to corporate world mm. and I'm back to balancing both. Um, so the reason why I'm walking us through this entire I would say career journey or my yeah. is just to showcase how I thought my future was yeah. going to be and, and you had to accept and, and deal I had with to that accept change. and also learn a few lessons yeah. a that things can't be rushed that everything comes at its own time yeah. and yeah. its own way and its own shape or form like if you told me at the age of 16 when I was thinking about what I was going to do and if you told me I had to wait 8 years sorry 7 years before I get my first idea mm. and then told me what that idea was I wouldn't have not necessarily believed you but I would have thought that you know that you were pulling my leg mm. I wouldn't have believed that if you told me at the age of 23 yeah that by the you know for that person at the age of 23 that came up with his first idea and said yes this is my ticket out of corporate world yeah if you told the that that person that That's- now I would be I would have left and come back to corporate world I wouldn't have believed you either yeah so again um life is just a complete journey yeah. that you have no idea and yet, you have to adapt and have to accept where you are. Exactly. And that's where I am at right now. Is just accepting that you can only plan so much. Yeah. See, that's the thing. With me, long term, yeah. I'm actually the opposite. Mm. So growing up, I was always the type to... I was accepting. I was very accepting of whatever happens... Um, whoever I meet, whatever job I get, um, you know, like I was very accepting of wherever my future was going to go. I'm fine with it. Um, The main thing was I did see myself getting married and settling down. That was one thing. And then also having a career on the side Mm -hmm. and just, you know, whatever that career would be, even like up, up to finishing high school, I still didn't, I wasn't sure of being a graphic designer. Yeah. I actually thought, I'm going to be in a completely different field, which was medic- uh, medicine. Okay. Oh, and okay. I never knew that. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I actually always saw myself as being, um, I first of all, I loved biology in, in high school. Yeah. It was my favorite subject. Yeah. Um, so it's actually funny that I've completely gone off that path. But, um, but coming from Canada to the Middle East, for me, there was a lot of differences in um in the schooling and the me- the way school ha- is so um so I didn't really um it was a bit hard for me yeah so that's why I went a bit away from uh, from the sciences m- the sciences anyways um so I've always been that accepting kind of person up until I actually became a mom yeah <laughs> then my life completely changed the way I think I, I think completely changed 
And I don't know what it is. I still haven't discovered what's changed about me. But I went from being completely accepting and now I'm like, no, I have to plan. I have to have... I have to have a schedule. I have to have like a, a structure. Um, I have to see, there has to be a path for me and I have to know where I'm going and what's happening to my family. And now with everything going on, I'm like, how? How do I accept change <laughs> yeah, yeah. when I just started this new reality of mine, yeah. of being a mom and of... And I think the truth is you've really been struggling with this. and uh, Yeah. And, you know, obviously I've seen it um, and, you know, it's something we talk about often and something that we're working on. But uh, but, yeah, I think a lot of people can relate to that. Uh, you know, you went from this easy, happy go lucky person to yeah. someone who is quite anxious and worrying about the future. And, and I, I again, I still don't know what it is. And like Hassan said, um, I still haven't discovered what and I'm still working on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but but dealing with the change of it i don't know it's it's still a work in progress it's very much a work in progress and i think what what you mentioned earlier about like after university how you felt i think that's very common and very like i for sure dealt with that i studied um four years of uh interior design and then i graduated and i was just so exhausted from the 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 work that went into getting my degree um because for those who don't know if you study something in the arts um or something like architecture or interior design or even graphic design your your university is very project-based it's not like you study you read up study for an exam and and then just take it you have to actually work and do um you have to you physically do something and create something and uh, that takes a lot of time. Yeah. Um, not to take away from, you know, reading and taking an exam, but it, it's, it's just, just different. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you end up spending a lot of late nights, um, working endless hours, and it really, really drains you. And so I graduated and I just felt like very lost. I was like, is this really the career that I want to uh, pursue? pursue? Mm. Um, and actually even before that the fact that i even decided on that degree was a struggle like first i was going to go into finance and then realized wait i hate math i hate (laughs) numbers what am i doing and then i wanted to go into architecture but there were no spots so then i ended up compromising and taking interior design and it was just like a lot of change and then if i finally got my degree and i was just so exhausted and i didn't know is this what i want to do yeah um so i spent a long time playing video games, sitting on my computer, not doing anything, uh, months on end. And my parents were getting really frustrated with me and didn't know how to reach me and, like, how to tell me, you know, come on, you've had your rest. Like, it's time to look for a job. Um, And I just, like, I mean, thankfully, I had the luxury of, like, not having to look for a job immediately. Um, You know, I wasn't supporting anyone. And my parents were supporting me. But it just like I got into this headspace where I just did not know what was next. And then I um, it, it just came, you know, like it just like the, something sparked in me, like you said. And I was like, OK, you know what? This is what I'm going to do. And uh, at the time you had uh, started an initiative yeah. um, and I, I joined in on that. And I, I got to work and uh, understand. And even though n- neither of us were getting paid to do it, we mm. just were so passionate about it that it was fun. And that inspired me to do my master's in business. And then from there, I, uh, when I, once I graduated, I got a job. And now I'm in a communications career. Mm. 
and uh, and so I never like thought I would end up where I am today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But everything that I did led up to it. And yes, okay, maybe it you could see it as oh I wasted four years studying interior design, but you know I still learned a lot and there's still a lot that I learned that I can apply to different parts of my life today yeah and something that you told me or you keep telling me actually is um, which I think you guys listening would probably be able to use is that you I might not if you ask me right now uh, if I am happy with where I am today I would perhaps tell you not quite because this is mm-hmm. not perhaps the future that I for foresaw for my yeah for, foresaw is that the right yeah. word yeah yeah for yourself we, we should we should create a bloopers of every word that I get <laughs> checked, um for, that I saw for myself yeah. and um and then Hassan you keep on telling me that well look at it backwards so look at the look at the time that I was if I go back mm-hmm. and I think oh of what I was doing when I was younger I. I, I accepted the fact that yes I was supposed to be there at that time to mm-hmm. lead me to where I am today yeah. Yeah. so I'm so if you're feeling like okay this is not where you're supposed to be today trust me whatever comes tomorrow and the day after it'll make sense to you why you had to go through yeah. these specific phases and for me I never knew that um, I would want to be in a world where I'm balancing between corporate and yeah, and my entrepreneurship mm. yeah. if I didn't go through the steps that I went through yeah. before. Yeah. So I, I, uh, I, you know, we all have the, those like inner battles of, oh, I'm not where I'm supposed to be. Does that mean I failed or does yeah. that mean? Yeah. But then, you know, having a good support system um, Hassan reminded me that, okay, you might not be happy with where you are today, but you mm. are meant to be here yeah. Yeah. and wait for what comes next to see why you are supposed to mm. be yeah, through Yeah, because that. a lot of the times we'll be in a situation and we'll be so frustrated or we'll be dealing with an issue and we're like, you know, why am I in this position? Or we'll say, why has God done this to me? Yeah. Mm. And I really am a strong believer in any, everything happens for a reason. And we may not know that reason now or even for the next few months or year or however long. Mm. But eventually down the road, we will see why uh, that thing happened to us and how it shaped us as people. Yeah. Especially for people that I feel like if you have pure intentions and like, you're just a good human being. Yeah. You know, I I, I agree with you, Hassan. I honestly believe that good things will come. It's yeah. just that for all of us, we just go through different tests at different times. Yeah. And it's a lot of, it has a lot to do with acceptance and accepting change. And, yeah. you know, accepting that, you know, this is how things are. And the, the more that you accept it and kind of surrender to it, I'm not saying be complacent and don't do anything to change a situation if it's bad. But the more that you are accepting of it, then I think the more you'll find that inner peace. And it's e- much easier said than done. Yeah. Uh, but it's definitely something that you would feel the difference if you if you implement that. Which brings me to our uh, the next segment of this, uh, where I want to talk about change within ourselves and how people can change. Um, so a lot of people, you know, will throw around the phrase like, oh, people don't change or like. I hate uh, that phrase by, uh, phrase, by the way. Yeah. Or, <laughs> you know, when when you when someone will say to me, oh, you know what? This is who I am. I can't change. You, people just have to accept me. Yeah. And of course, there's aspects to us that won't change and shouldn't change. 
Um, but but yeah, there is. I feel like when someone comes and says, "Oh, um, I can't change this about me," and or this is who I am. I I don't like to do this certain hobby, or I I, I don't. I'm this type of personality. No, I don't believe that. I believe that um, we're all, uh, we can all um, evolve, we can all change and grow. And that is life. If you're just staying in one box, how are you? Yeah, you're not going to move forward. forward. Yeah, I think that's just a stubborn way of thinking. Exactly. It it is because then you're you're just resigning yourself to the fact that you're uh, someone who's never going to evolve, never going to develop, and never going to grow because. If there is a bad habit that you can do, you can break it. If there is something that you say you don't like and you've never tried it, how do you know until you've tried? Yeah. Yeah. I can say till I'm blue in the face, I don't like um, whatever dish, let's say sushi. Yeah. But if I've never tried sushi, how do I know? Yeah. yeah. Which, by the way, I love sushi. <laughs> <laughs> we all love sushi. Uh, but I agree. I think it's... I think. Um, with what Shahla said, we as human beings are ever evolving mm. and we're always constantly changing. That's that's the thing. Um, it's funny how for me as a person, I, I fear change when it comes yeah. to daily life or daily schedule. But yet I'm completely open to change myself in terms of myself within. I am yeah. hesitant when people start to take me out of our comfort zones, but that's yeah. completely normal for other people. Like if someone goes and tells me, do you want to go bungee jumping? I'm okay, like, yeah. okay, yeah. that's a bit on the extreme side of change. You know, that let me build up to that. Yeah, first. let me try something different. <laughs> oh, yeah. and, oh, someone, someone tells me, so I... <laughs> I do not like flying. Mm. So some people are asking me, oh, will you ever skydive? I'm like, I don't want to get on a plane to go in the air. You want me to go in a plane in the air and then jump out? (laughs) So so like you were saying, Shahel, like, okay, let's take it one step at a time. But I do believe that you are fooling yourself if you think that you're not going to be a different person tomorrow. And you're selling yourself short, honestly, because... If okay, let's say uh, let's take your example. You don't want to do bungee jumping or skydiving, but maybe what the person is trying to tell you, like, oh, why don't you try something a little uh, more adventurous or a little uh, outdoorsy or something? You know, you can take that step uh, a step down and maybe go for a hike or go uh, kayaking or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe that's a new experience that you haven't tried before that you might end up enjoying. And trust me, trying new experiences teaches you more about yourself. Like, for example, I am not a very adventurous type person person obviously right. if i'm yeah. not bunch jumping but for example like my my best friend yusuf um loves to go hiking he's such an adrenaline mm. junkie he'd go hiking he'd go river you know kayaking whatever they call it yeah, yeah. um uh, and rock climbing he'd do um he'd do he'd do anything anything that is crazy and then yeah. <laughs> i feel like I, I keep on telling him that risks his life he's on like on top of that um, so uh, whenever he invited me, of, I mean, obviously it wasn't the first thing that I would want to do, yeah. but I, I was open to it. I was like, let's go. I went on one, two, three, four hikes with him. Mm. And even we, you know, camped and stuff like mm. that. Um, but I went on enough to know that it's not me. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but at least you tried. I it, tried. Yeah. No, and um, you can you can say uh, to your to your friends or whoever that you know. Oh, I tried this. That's why exactly. he. That's why he yeah. doesn't bother me anymore because he's like, okay, he did give an attempt one yeah. tour. Yeah. <laughs> no, a story that actually comes to mind is um, okay. So when I was a kid, um, me 
and a bunch of our family members had an experience um, where there was a quicksand in a beach. Okay. okay. And so um, I, I was... I have never seen... I actually used to think quicksand was a myth because I've never seen it instead really? of movies. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. So sidetracked. No, it's, it's okay. okay. Um, but yeah, there basically was um, an incident where we were swimming in the beach and then um, it started taking and like pulling um, our pulling our bodies basically. Yeah. But we, alhamdulillah, nobody was injured. Nobody was affected. Um, we were all okay. But it did basically give me a fear of swimming. Yeah. Um, especially in the in the um, ocean. In the ocean. Yeah. For example, if I'm in a pool, I can swim. I am more scared, but I can swim. Because like it's a controlled environment in a pool. Yeah, exactly. I would still be scared to swim in the pool, um, but I can. I I I I can tell that I can swim basically. Yeah. Anyways, um, fast forward to I think three years into our marriage. And my sister-in-law was gonna go um, snorkeling, yeah. and um, and when she went, she was like, "Oh, come!" And I was like, "No, no, no, it's okay. I don't. I usually am able to get out of these things." Yeah. Anyways, she was like, "No, no, it's okay. Come, we'll just hang out." And um, I told her, "I don't really want to get into the water." Mm. And she's like, "It's okay. You can stay on the boat." So basically, she was gonna. She had um, a boat. Basically, was gonna take us, yeah. um, you know, the to these areas that you can go and you can just uh, snorkel. snorkel and see. Anyways, um, I was like, "Okay, sure, why not?" I was very hesitant, but I was like, "I'm not gonna go in the water." <laughs> I was very naive. I think. <laughs> Anyways. Um, we were in the boat, and um, and then she's like, and then the instructor is like, okay, it's time. They stop the the boat, and uh, and then she and then um, Leila, my sister in law, jumps in, and I'm like, oh yay, wow, you look so nice, <laughs> <You're> like waving, <laughs> waving from afar. Um, and then the instructor is like, okay, you jump in, you jump, and I'm like, what? And she's like, yeah, you you want to jump? And I'm like, no. I don't want to jump. And I was so scared. Um, Leila kept saying, no, come on in. It's very nice. So anyways, they gave me a life jacket. And I was like, yeah, yeah I'll just have the life jacket. And, and then just like float in the exactly. water. <laughs> so I basically, I went with, um, with Leila and the instructor. And long story short, towards the end, I started actually being able to relax and actually enjoy yourself, enjoy myself. Looking back at it, I was literally in the middle of ocean. There is nothing, no islands around us, <laughs> nothing. And now I'm like, oh my god, I actually did that. Yeah. Uh, now I'm actually able to go into the beach. I'm not going to go in very deep. Yeah, I'll but be it honest. helped conquer a little bit of that. Yeah, fear. like I can swim now. Yeah. So that's that's something that yeah, going when, into change. Yeah, I was stepping able to. out of your comfort zone. And I think if we also take it a step deeper when we talk about um, change in terms of personality traits, like, you know, when it comes to like relationships and and or even friendships, if people say to you, oh, you know, this is who I am, you have to just accept me as I am. I feel like that's very narrow minded and that shuts a lot of doors. Yeah. And it makes people have to um, either walk on eggshells or like shift and morph themselves to fit within your comfort zone which mm. i think can be very unfair yeah no if it's a friendship or a relationship it's all about compromise there is yeah. no such yeah. thing as this is who i am take it or leave it and no, I you hate have that to saying. grow yeah you ha- like i feel like especially in those kind of relationships and friendships you have to mold 
each other yeah. into growing. Yeah. You can't just stay and know this is who I am. This is who they, they know who I am and that's it. And this is why we have, you know, new circles come around every yeah. time and, yeah. and, and, and every time and season, I would say, just because yeah. um, you are different than the person you were yesterday. You can, you, you know, you do have people that can tell you, oh, you're the same person I've met years ago. Yeah. But that I don't mean you changed drastically, although some people do. Yeah. yeah. But you do change little, a little by little, every now and then. Yeah. And you turn into a new person because, yeah. besides evolving, you are learning constantly about yourself. About Honestly, people. if someone said to me like you're the same person you were years ago, that would be an insult. Right. It means I've like, not grown. I haven't evolved. I haven't. And changed. Like if if I if someone were to come to me and tell me that, I'd be like, uh, no, because the person I was <laughs> yeah. ten years. I mean, not that not not any not dissing any past salahs, but. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely was a but, bit more l- less uh, less knowledgeable about the real world. <laughs> but I don't think that's a reflection on you. I think when they say you haven't changed, it's a reflection on them. Mm. Um, going even deeper into this, that's something that a lot of people actually said to me. Because basically, when I went to Canada the past uh, the last time I went, um, it was the first time I go in ten years. Yeah. I left as a teenager and then I come back as an adult who's been married and you know so um so I had some people tell me oh my god you're the same person you were or you're the, you're just like as in the same I think they meant like oh the the kind innocent quiet the, the, girl the positive traits yes but at the same time in my head I was like no I'm actually not the same girl and that shows a lack of um, knowledge from I felt from their end, yeah. not also, from mine. Yeah, but also it could be the fact that you reverted back to that same person that I because was because you were in the, your your past environment. Hmm, it true. could be. Yeah, like for me, if I'm hanging around, I I see this about myself. If I'm ever hanging around someone from high school, and you know, I all all of a sudden revert back to who I was in high school in a way, not yeah. entirely, but I do. I do get it. So I do think that the surroundings change, change you, you as well. True. And even like, you know, we discussed this Shahla, in a previous episode where you are obviously less social um, when you are surrounded by people that are that you don't know. Yeah. And you are more social when you come around people that you do know. You do know. So I do believe that the surroundings have even and that can change. Yeah, that's true. I actually noticed something about myself. I pronounce words and I have accents depending on who I'm hanging out with. Uh, if I'm hanging around like Americans, I'll find myself like saying words the way Americans do. <laughs> or if I'm but around English p- uh, people, I won't necessarily pronounce things a British way, but the tone of my voice will, will, change. will change. And I I really dislike this about <laughs> myself because I feel like, why am I conforming to how they feel? Like to make them more no. comfortable, I should like just speak the way I speak. <laughs> With me, I do that, but then I do that only in. There's two sides. Uh, I I feel like if I'm talking to a Canadian, I'm gonna go full on Canadian on you, <laughs> and then if I'm talking to anyone else, especially like in the Middle East, I feel like I uh, pronounce and enunciate the letters um, much more be- much more than. I do when I'm talking like for example just easily the word Toronto yeah um, as Canadians we say Toronto yeah uh, whereas when I say it to someone else Toronto. I say Toronto yeah so those <laughs> yeah. something Some like that I do that as well but it's again it's just if and I'm I've talking. noticed actually listening back to this podcast I've pronounced Arabic words 
in a very like Western way. Like I've yeah. said, Ramadan. I've said, oh my god, me Quran. Too. By yes. the way, by the way. I, Actually, I have a very close friend, um, and I was just telling you before the, we started recording this about uh, his feedback. Yeah. Right. And uh, one of his feedbacks were, which I didn't tell you, was, guys, you're Arabs. Why do you, why do you pronounce the words? And I'm like, no, because we're talking to a global audience. They're like, yeah, but still, That's you so should. True. But it's true. I think when we're yeah, it's, it's, again, it's not intentional. Like subconsciously, not. I feel like okay, if I say it like in a very Arab way. Uh, Western people will not understand, yeah. but it's not true. But they it, will. It isn't. Yeah, very yeah. true. So that's okay. That's a promise to myself to try and stop <laughs> that. I and second even, that also. And, and even actually, just uh, quickly before we move on, uh, there is this comedian called Hassan Minhaj. Uh, he's an Indian American uh, comedian. Uh, and he's Muslim. And he actually went on Ellen mm-hmm. and she said, oh, hello, you're H- Hassan Minaj. And he was like, actually, no, that's not how you say my name. And he pronounced it properly for her. Yeah. And he was like, I'm going to stop doing that. And, you know, letting people introducing myself in in the and pronouncing my name in the way that uh, other people would pronounce it. But actually. He's in a way sti- that they, yeah, yeah. he's going to pronounce nice. it how it should be. Yeah. So I want to commit to doing the same. <laughs> uh, but again, I think looking at the topic entirely for today, it, there is obviously the theme of change and how we um, are going to always have to face it in all aspects and of we our always life. Go through it. When it comes to our own plans, when yeah. it comes to our own futures, when it comes to ourselves, I don't know. I mean, we don't know who we're going to be whilst recording our podcasts in the future we might have completely different opinions we might be going through you guys have to know that every week that we do record this we do go through daily struggles like everyone else and we go through changes and things that happen in our lives and we do talk like off uh, well not camera but off the the mic yeah we do update our each other on a daily so what we are discussing today might not be what we were discussing on the first episode and going Mm -hmm. forward might not be what we continue to discuss but I think the main top the main point that we're trying to make is to as difficult as it is and I'm talking to myself here as well to be accepting of change in its entirety and in all its forms whether it's those in my life whether it's those in my uh, and for me planning on my future because I'm a person that that used to be a trigger for me and a trigger when I say that it triggers my anxiety and sometimes can swirl yeah. into depression which I have to deal with and have been dealing with for a very long time and alhamdulillah has got, have gotten so much better mm-hmm. at dealing with it but also in the sense that nothing it's not always in my control and that's okay so that's what i would like me personally for you guys to take away is it's okay if it's not in your control what will happen will happen what will be will be and you're going to be okay because if we're a testament to anything it's that yeah Yeah, and not to not to fear change you know it's um it can be scary of course i'm not saying it's not and it might be very easy for us to speak now and say, you know, oh, accept change and it will like take it in, its, in stride. But obviously when the time comes, it will be difficult. But just know and try to remind yourself that um, everything happens for a reason. And just like you got through all other difficulties in your life, you're going to get through this as well. I do want to say um, that listening to you guys say that because that is something I'm dealing with right now mm-hmm. I'm sure just like um, a lot of uh, listeners are doing or are dealing with it um, so listening to you guys say this I'm just like 
that's so true. You're right. <laughs> and I'm like trying to take that in and um, and actually really implement that into my life um, because we are dealing with a lot um, and we are dealing with, and I, I don't know if you guys noticed, but I am more quiet yeah. when it comes to this, that topic um, of the change in the future, but it's just because I'm dealing with it right now yeah. as well. So who knows? Maybe, like I said, in a few weeks, we can bring this up again and I would have dealt with it and moving forward how I worked through it. Um, But But, that's... But that being said, there's no timeline on how quickly you need to... No, there isn't, yeah. ...adapt to That I've accepted and I've accepted that I don't know how long it's going to take. But as long as I'm moving forward, for me, that's the most important thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for listening, and we hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, Again, we always want to make this a two-way dialogue. There's a few ways you can reach us. Uh, Either email us on our email, which is letsallscream.podcast at gmail.com, or reach us on Instagram and Facebook at letsallscream. We always want to hear what you guys have to say. Uh, We do try to keep our stories interactive in the sense that we ask you guys what you'd like to hear for us to talk about. So do either email us or let us know on our social pages or even message us personally. We we very much would like to hear from you and and discuss even more things that you guys would feel relevant. Yeah, and for me, um, I don't know if uh, you guys know this, but I am back on social media. Um, not I'm again I'm trying to retract from that so um, I'm not always on but if you do again like I said you can even message us personally or on the um, the uh, podcast account and um, feel free to just you know even Reach pop out. in and say hi yeah, yeah. well thank you guys Take see you care. next week thank you guys bye. stay safe bye <laughs>